you know, in the opinion of James and the Holy Spirit, you must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. This is Carol McLeod. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. Carol would love to come speak in your area. Her messages of hope and joy have blessed so many. Contact us today at JustJoyMinistries.com or call toll-free 1-855-569-5433 to arrange an appearance at your next women's group or conference. Now, here's Carol with today's inspiring message. I have a question today for those of you who are married. Has your spouse ever said to you, Uh, we need to talk, sweetheart. And in that one moment, you knew that although he or she was calling you sweetheart, that you were in for a moment of confrontation. Well, that's what's going to happen in our Bible study today. As we begin with James chapter 1, verse 19, James says to us, this you know, my beloved brethren. You know, I'm so glad that James started this verse by calling us beloved because he's about to blow up our worlds. He's about to call us higher and change the way we process and handle situations and people. I want you to remember, James calls me beloved, because you're going to need to remember that as he lovingly confronts us over the next few verses about the way we process people and events. Now remember, James calls me beloved. Let me read it again. James 119. This you know, my beloved brethren, but everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. I'm calling this section the quick, slow, slow part of scripture. James says to those of us who are his beloved that we are to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And let me tell you one more thing, that James says everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. That means you are not left out of this emotional equation, regardless of your age, regardless of how others treat you, regardless of your gender, regardless of your ethnic background, regardless of the color of your hair, you are to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. One of the most important lessons to learn in life is when you need to be quiet and when you need to speak up. In order for you to really hear what someone is saying, you have to stop talking. Imagine that. You have to take a breath. And in order to hear what God is speaking to you, you might just need to quit texting writing your opinions on Facebook, sending emails, and watching television. I have often laughed as I've studied these verses over the past few months and have reminded myself that James wrote these verses before cell phones, Facebook, and email. And yet, it's like he's reading us from the inside out. James and the Holy Spirit knew what a problem communication would be in the 21st century. 
And his advice echoes through the ages into our personal hearts. Be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Speaking too quickly and then not listening enough and then overreacting are problems not only in our communication-saturated society, but have been a challenge in every decade since the beginning of all time. This verse is telling us to close our mouths and open our ears. Got it? It's that simple. Close your mouth and open your ears. This is Bible. This is the Holy Spirit speaking to you today. And it's important, good, practical stuff. Now, this word quick, where it says to be quick to hear, is the Greek word takus. And this is what it describes, a runner who runs as fast as he can so he can reach the finish line before his competitors. Because this runner has one desire to win, he only focuses on the goal line. He puts everything else out of his mind. He's not concentrating on his aching muscles, his thirst, or even who is coming behind him right on his heels. It's the same way with listening, my friends. You must have one goal, to hear, to listen to, to pay attention to what the other person is saying in this moment of time. As you're listening, as you're hearing them, don't be thinking about your opinion, your input, your facts, or even your point of view. Just focus on the goal to listen to what somebody else is saying with your whole heart. Imagine that. Now, what I have learned is just because you're looking into somebody's eyes doesn't mean you're listening because listening takes place in the mind and in the heart, not just through your ear canals. If you're only pretending to listen to somebody else, that's called rude. That's not called listening. If if while the other person is talking, you're sitting there coming up with your next level of defense, you're thinking about what you're going to fix for dinner tomorrow, you're thinking about the bills you've got to pay, you're thinking about how wrong they are, you are not listening to them. You are being rude. Let me read to you from Proverbs 17, verses 27 and 28. He who restrains his words has knowledge, and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Even a fool, when he keeps silent, is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is considered prudent. There is one way to come across as smarter than you really are. It's called being quiet. It's called listening. You don't have to be smart to seem smart. If you want to seem smarter than you really are, you will learn the art of being a very good listener rather than being an avid talker. There is a way to seem more distinguished than you actually are. It's called locking your lips. 
as long as you're talking, you're not learning. As long as you're talking, you are merely pontificating. So the Holy Spirit and James are telling us in James 1.19 to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. You know, you will get to speak eventually, but speaking is not the most important part of your life. Listening is the most important part of your life. This verse also says that we should be slow to anger. Do you know what this means? Very little should actually make you angry. As I was thinking about and meditating on teaching this particular verse, slow to anger, I was thinking about the things that make me really angry. These are some of the things that can just get my blood in a boil. When a child is mistreated, I can't stand that. That makes me angrier than Mount Vesuvius. When Christ is mocked or scorned, it it turns my blood white hot. When someone lies, when someone gossips, it makes me angry in the deepest part of me. What makes you angry? This is a good thing to think about as we study James 1.19. Let's be honest about the issues in life that cause us to deal with anger because James says we're supposed to be slow to anger. What I've learned from this verse is that I should never allow mere inconveniences in life to make me angry. I I shouldn't allow things that only cause me to die to self to be angry because often dying to self is really a healthy thing. This word for angry that we see in James 1.19 is a unique form of the word. It implies anger used in punishing or the punishment itself. The Holy Spirit through James is saying that we should think long and hard. We should pray a long time before we punish someone because we are angry. How do you punish people? We all do it differently, but we all do it. Mark my words, we all punish people when we get angry. Some of us give the silent treatment. Some of us turn the cold shoulder. Some of us give well-placed jabs in a conversation. Some of us withdraw affection. Others of us give verbal attacks that are going to massacre anybody. Let's keep reading what the Bible has to say about this particular kind of anger. James 1.20, for the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God. When you punish someone because you're angry, you will never get God's results. You're you're fooling yourself. You're deceiving yourself if you think that you are going to usher in God's righteousness into a situation by punishing someone with your human response. That's impossible. You need to think again. When the ancient rabbis used to teach on the life of Moses, this is what they used to say. Thrice was Moses angry and thrice he failed to produce the mind of God. Anger will often deny you God's true answer to your situation in life. 
Ancient Judaism actually taught that to lose one's temper was to lose the Shekinah glory of God in your life. If you have a problem with anger, you need to do business with God. You need to get on your face in his presence and repent and then ask for power and strength beyond yourself. You need to close your mouth and determine never to speak again out of impulse. God can and does speak, but he rarely speaks through angry people who are not demonstrating the Shekinah glory of God, but are only demonstrating their own unbridled impulses. Now that's scary. We're so glad you were able to join us today. The Just Joy staff would love to hear from you. Please call us at 1-855-569-5433. And remember, Carol is always available to speak in your area.